The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, friends, and welcome to the Papaya Podcast. I'm your hostess, trying her mostess, Sarah Nicole, and each week I'm going to be dishing out some sweetness mixed in with some seeds of wisdom or something like that. So get ready to get inspired, get candid, get real, because we are all in this digital space together. Today, we are bringing on some guests that I actually met a few weeks back at Caitlin Bristow's Off the Vine live show. It was such a time, but these two took the stage and immediately I zoned in like, how do I know you more? And so they are actually the hosts of I Have to Call My Sister podcast. It's Kayla Balmer and Stacey Kay. They were the gold buzzer winners on Canada's Got Talent in 2022 and finalists on America's Got Talent. These two are incredible. They're so fun, so high energy. I can't wait to get into today's show and just like talk about all the things, talk about what they're doing, what's going on and why their podcast is so amazing. All right, welcome to the pod. Kayla and Stacy. It, it you know what's so weird though about Zoom audio and like people listening will know this now. Like I love a clear individual audios, but then I've gotten so used to the Zoom audio. Like I've gotten so like listening to podcasts now I remember at the beginning and we're like wow, it feels like we've gone back in time, but now I'm just a, a little bit adjusted. Like it feels like you're just on a phone call with somebody yeah, listening yeah, to a yeah. pod. And even like wild. people like on like the smart list podcast and stuff like that. We're talking like Chris Pratt here will call in and be on Zoom audio. And we just, ex- <laughs> we just accept it. It's we just accept it. Yeah, I think podcasts have come a long way in the sense that like, we truly just appreciate gritty content still. Like at the very beginning of podcasts, like, well, I think they were gritty to start. And then a lot of the ones that I listened to were just so smooth and so organized. Like I listened to like Serial and S-Town, like journalists who were doing podcasts. And it took me a minute to be like, wow, I'm chaotic, first of all. I <laughs> never plan. I always love when people come in and they're like prepared with all these questions that I was like, I know nothing about you. Tell me everything. <laughs> yeah. like, I I just, I'm not a planner. I like having genuine conversations via podcast. I think it's such a cool like pocket of humanity to kind of dive into. But it's also like, sometimes it's really gritty where like the sound quality is way low, but there's something <laughs> charming about that too. So I feel yeah. like there's a place for it all. I know. But I'm excited. 
I used to edit, or sorry, I do edit my, like our podcast. Do you? And wow. When, yeah, I, cause I know how to do that. So I was like, I might as well yeah. be the one to do it. So I get to be the one that makes the decisions on like what <gasps> we keep in and what we take out. But I remember in the beginning, I would edit out like every breath. Like I'm like, we yeah. sound weird breathing here. And it would take me hours and hours and hours to edit. Like I'd be like, hi. And I'm like, take it out. And then yeah. now, <laughs> now it's just like, whoops, never mind. Like we don't take anything out because it's a waste of time. People want to hear the breath. Yeah, and, and they we do. Really, yeah, exactly. That's the thing. People, we realize people liked it better when it was more chaotic, right? Yeah. yeah. Just, it seems like, like, it feels like you're just in the room. Like it feels yeah, like yeah. a little bit like you're just in the room having the conversation. My dream role, and I've said this before, my dream role is the girl who is like the assistant on Crime Junkies. That she just goes, <laughs> <gasps> Hey, that is so funny. My favorite. Literally, I I'm I just started listening to that podcast. Yeah. And that girl, you're you're saying it's your favorite, but like I'm like, I can't. The way she's just like I love it. Really? Oh, you don't like it? It's just it's like it's like she's just she's like, okay, this is my time to be like, (gasps) or like, yeah, she like she bugs you. She bugs you. But it's almost like, do you have you seen those TikToks where it's like match my um like match my energy where like somebody yeah. goes and like they they do like they scream and then the other people do it I think yeah. it's intentional I think if there's like there's something to the fact that like she's gasping to give us like that oh oh this and we're is like, a oh, big now thing we like, have oh yeah right. right. like is that what yeah. bugs you we're matching bugs energy you. well yeah, it's just so it like I know she's not shocked I know she's not like <laughs> she's just doing this she probably knows you know? the story she does she probably, <laughs> but if she ever gets sick I'm just gonna keep saying it out loud so that crime junkies if they're ever like who are we gonna throw in we need a gasper we need a gasp girl you can do it let's call Sarah be, yeah. she's <laughs> gonna so she's good. ready she's primed she's been practicing <laughs> yeah. she knows what she's doing I would probably I'd probably mess it up entirely because I've worked it up in my head for so long it would be <laughs> okay, so wait. amazing let's practice it right now let's okay ready so I'll do like there okay ready um then they found the killer in the alleyway <gasps> no <laughs> that was good that was your audition yeah, and you got the part <laughs> thank yeah. you so much all right let's go okay speaking of auditions do you guys feel like you've been on like a circuit of auditions like you went from Canada what was first Canada's Got Talent or America's Got Talent America's and how were you allowed to be on both that feels a little sketchy <laughs> I know I know right so we were on America's Got Talent like six years ago. Six, okay. six yeah. years ago. And the reason everyone always says like, you're Canadian. Like, how are you al- allowed to be on that show? But it's because I have a work permit. I have a <gasps> P2, baby. So <laughs> it's like the, the, the dumbest thing ever. But I have a work permit that I'm able to like travel with my band across. So I'm a singer. And I travel with my band across the US. And so I had this work permit. And okay, so I'll tell you the tea of America's Got Talent, which we're yep. not like actually supposed to tell. But. Oh my gosh. We're just going to like <laughs> Allegedly, this might have happened at some point. Go ahead. Allegedly, this may have happened. Maybe I didn't actually. We don't know. It's a rumor. Yeah, yeah. Like, just like imagine if maybe I didn't actually audition, but mm. you get scouted by producers. So okay. pro- producers will call people that they see on like YouTube, TikTok, yeah. and be like, "Hey, I think that person might be like a good performer. Let's see if they want to be on the show." So I get a call on April Fool's Day. Um, from this person's like, Red flag, immediate. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's like, hi, I'm from Los Angeles. Would you like to be on the show, America's Got Talent? You can, <laughs> you can fly here in just five days. And I'm like, okay, mom. Like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, there's no way this is real. But turns out, I embarrassed. I was like, okay. But then it really was real. Yeah, like, it was oh, real. I guess I better act professional now. <laughs> so they truly called and said, in five days, would you like to fly to, we went to Los Angeles first or New York first? Los Angeles. Los LA first. So they're like, would you like to fly to LA? 
and you can bring your whole band. And then I had to call my band on April Fool's Day and be like, hey guys, you Not gotta a joke. Take, you, got, yeah. you gotta book off work because we're going to America's Good Town. They were like, okay, Stacey. So like 10 hours later, I finally convinced all of them. And Kayla, so we're sisters and Kayla sings backups for me. So I call, I'm like, Kayla, you got to get on a plane. And she knew, you always say you knew I wasn't joking. Well, yeah, because I'm like, I have to book this off work. Like this would be a terrible joke if you weren't joking. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, because you you work near me, right? Like you're the one that, I don't know if we're allowed to say but you work near me and we had a little bonding moment. Sorry, I'm putting eye cream on because I'm just looking at this camera and I'm like, we need a moment. No, you look great. And I also, I get home at 3 (laughs) from the shark behind you. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, my shark. Yeah, my shark head. It's my rebellion against adulthood. I just have to have a shark head on the wall. It's fine. (laughs) Biggest fear are sharks. So, like, you're really starting this off on a bad note. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, we can respect them. Don't you have, like, a shark tattoo? I do have a shark tattoo, but I respect them enough to not go in the ocean. So That's exactly. It's their home. Just let's just stay I'm not going. I'm not stepping (laughs) more than three feet into the water. Exactly. There we go. But, yeah, so she, she called me. And at the time, I was actually pregnant. I was six months pregnant. Whoa. And I'm like, okay, this is like not a funny joke. If it, But anyways, yeah, it was real. I had to book it off work. I was pregnant. It was just a whole thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that, that was our first thing. And that was, so that was America's Got Talent. And then we made it through like a couple rounds, like, clo- like near the finals. So we weren't in the finals finals. They did this big dramatic thing where they like kind of pit like this, like all American, like sweet, like blonde girl. And she was all skinny and sweet with her black family and they owned a tire shop. And then they were against us. And I'm like this curvy girl, like, (laughs) and I'm like singing and rapping from Canada. And then I know. Odds are stacked. Yeah, odds are stacked. And then I remember Howie Mandel was like, America has spoken. And then we got cut from the show. It was very dramatic. But that was okay because, you know, at least we got on TV. It It was awesome, whatever. Then... Fast forward to this year, 2022, we are on Canada's Got Talent. And yes. this one was way better than the last one because although the last one was America's Got Talent, which is like one of the biggest shows in North America, great, yeah, whatever. For sure. The, it, they were doing the thing where they were like making, it was very scripted in the sense of like, I remember I had to say, if I don't win America's Got Talent, I'm going to quit the music industry forever. Like that. They told me to say that. Like, obviously, that's not true. Like, so, <laughs> yeah. I know. It was it allegedly was, they said that that's awful. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, allegedly. allegedly. It was so very bad. interesting. It was like there. I always remember the one time Stacy and I were just like because it was such long days and we were like exhausted. Whatever, and at one point her and I were like laughing so hard together and then like we just watched the show and it just they just made it look like we were hyperventilating crying and we yeah. were like <laughs> we were not crying and then at one point like before we went on stage I'm like Stacy, you're gonna do so good and then all of a sudden I just see like a hundred people coming around me with the cameras they're like say that again say that again and I'm like <laughs> oh my god I'm just wishing my sister well but they wanted us to have this like dramatic moment and like it was just it was classic, like, reality TV. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Canada's Got Talent yeah. was, like, night and day. So then we get to Canada's Got Talent, and they're like, okay, what do you want to sing? What's your story? Such Lo- classic Canadians. Such like, just, no, yeah. so nice. They're like, be yourself, <laughs> yeah. baby. Like, and they're, and they're just like, they're literally let me talk exactly about what I talked about, being a plus-size girl in this pop music world kind of thing. And they let me pick my pick the songs I want to sing and tell the story I want to tell. And Kayla and I got to be funny and talk about our podcast. They, like, represented her exactly who she is. Oh, and it was, like, I love the best that. thing ever. Yeah. 
And we got the golden buzzer. So yeah. if you watch that show, it's very, like, it is so cool. Like so, gold yeah. confetti, like, actually comes out. Oh. From, from the ceiling. <laughs> I love that moment. That's such, yeah. a, that's such a cool moment. Did you, did you anticipate that? Did you feel like that was a possibility? Because I'm somebody no. who, like, I will sometimes, like, half dream something and then I shut it down because I'm like, don't, because then you'll be disappointed. Like, did you even, like, me- did you even have, like, a moment of being like, that's a possibility? Or did you even, like, consider no. it? No. I forgot that that was an option <laughs> until this is a thing. I'm, yeah, like it's like Gold the it's confetti. like I know, right? It's like the coolest thing on the show. But I literally forgot about it until they did a little tricky trick on us. So they were like, uh, so Cardinal Official is the one mm-hmm. that gave me the golden buzzer. But what they had all the it was cool because Howie Mandel said, "I think I've seen you somewhere before," and then they did the whole like, "Oh, he was the one that like cut me off the last show," and he's like, "Well, I'm an idiot," and then the audience started cheering or whatever. And then everyone was really nice to me. And then it got to Cardinal Fischel and he was like, I'm, I'm not sure. I just, I, I don't know. And everyone started booing. And then I looked at Kayla and I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, he's going to be the one that doesn't like us. Like, yeah. he's the rapper. Like, I rapped yeah. for him, yeah. right? And then um, he's like, I'm not sure. I'm positive. And then he, <laughs> then he yeah. hits the and the, the thing that was so what awesome was it, was it was such like a genuine reaction because we actually forgot about the golden buzzer. Yeah. So we were like, wow, like on yeah. stage. Like it was such, like they didn't have to get us to like means. pretend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the main confetti is everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So cool. And then That's I remember so my, cool. my boy, because my boyfriend's my bass player. And so my boyfriend and my, uh, my saxophone player, Tony, were panicking and they were picking up the gold confetti <laughs> off the ground and putting it in their pockets. And then after they just give you a bag of the golden of the gold confetti. So like they didn't Men have to panic. reacting to like life happens. Like I just had a friend who gave birth and she was talking about it in her stories that she like walked in and told her husband that her water broke and he immediately took out the trash. Like he just was like, okay. He's like, this is what I needs need to, to be done. Like I just love that men <laughs> are like, funny. there's something that needs to be done here. I'll pick yeah. up the confetti. Yeah. Let's pocket it. I don't know what's supposed to happen. That's hilarious. Yeah. They were just like so panicking. But yeah, anyway, so we got a nice fresh bag of gold confetti. <laughs> but yeah, and then after that, that means basically you get sent right to the semifinals. Yeah. And then we got to perform again in the semifinals. And that was awesome because each round kind of like steps up the production value. So what they were saying is they're like, we want to make like the semifinals, like the much music video award show or like the MTV video award. And then we want the finals to be like the Super Bowl halftime show. And I'm like, that's awesome. So my goal was just make it to the finals. And then so we made it to the semifinals. Boom. And then we make it again to the finals. And now we got to perform in the live finale. And you know what's funny too? I'm very um, skeptical of reality TV because of our last experience. Yeah. And I was like, there's no way it's actually going to be live. Like they're going to say it's live. It was live. <laughs> so, it was live. Yeah, it was really live. So they did the live finale and Simon Cowell was one <gasps> of the judges. Yeah. And can't tell Kayla's like very starstruck all the time. Yeah, yeah. I was like obsessed with the fact that Simon was going to be there. And I like I was on stage and I was I, like, I wasn't nervous in the slightest. Like I love just watching Stacey do her thing. And like, yeah. I'm just in the background, like doing backups. So, like I'm, I'm good. I'm confident. <laughs> but like Simon, we had to stand on stage for like 15 minutes before we actually started the performance. And like I watched him and he just stared at each of us for like a solid 15 seconds. Like he would go to the saxophone player. Then he and then when it was my turn, I was like, 
do, do I make eye contact with him? Do I look away? Do I? And I was just like smiling. So he probably thought I was a freak. Like I was just staring back at him. <laughs> like afterwards, smiling. your post-social anxiety is like, what was <laughs> yeah. my face for real though? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was just like, he's so intimidating. Like but analytical. Then, like he's just yeah. analyzing every single I kind of think yeah. it's hot though. There's something about that energy yeah, 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 where yeah. just like they have this like, I don't know, this confidence that is, obviously he's like iconic when it comes to like this stuff. And he's also like, kind of just speaks his mind. There's something hot about Simon Cowell and there's nothing I can do about it. Like they're just- Want to know know a fun fact about Simon Cowell though that I was like shocked at? Okay. He he like wears like platforms because of like his height. He's short? Yeah. But then he had to like, to match the judge's level, they had to put like a pillow on his chair. And he had to like jump, up, like jump up on the pillow to sit. Doesn't I think a lot of people like in Hollywood tall? are very small. And, yeah. and I think that's why every, and you guys probably get this as well, but people are always like, oh, you're so much taller in person. Like I'm 5'8 yeah. and people are constantly, but look yeah, at Caitlin, for instance. Like you meet her yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, you're just all very She's small. literally the tiniest thing I've ever seen. So, yeah. so, small. so tell me, how did that happen? Like how did Caitlin oh and you guys, because- uh, this is how we met, like the three of right. us, because I met you backstage at Caitlyn's show. I was her guest. You were the performance. You were unreal. I was what? like, thank you. Uh, like, <laughs> so good. Everyone was talking about, like, this is just, you're so incredible live. Like, I have such a deep appreciation for people who are so good live, because I think it takes, like, it's not just, like, being a good singer. You have to have stage presence. You have to have that energy. And then you have this, like, Obviously, your sisters, but like me and my sister on the stage would not be a drive. Like that would not be cute. I would just interrupt her the entire time, and she would probably just be like, "Please hide me." She doesn't even like singing "Happy Birthday" yeah. to her, so it's like too much. And I'm like, "Please sing it to me twice, so I can have that, can I can have that feeling again." I need this moment. I need this moment. This let me soak in it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you had this incredible stage presence, but I never found out like how you and Caitlin got connected. like. Why are you here? Why are you here? <laughs> well, I, no, let me we tell actually... you, Caitlin is just like one of those people, though that has a bit of that golden buzzer personality and oh, like ability because I was a guest on her podcast three years ago, four years ago. And it was a huge boost in my career. Like when yeah. I say huge, she dropped a mention in her stories and I grew 10,000 followers in an hour. I was like, who and how? Like I, she's just, and she's such an incredible human that she never stops. Like she actually is so supportive all the yeah. way. Like I will always champion that woman, but I yeah, got to yeah, hear yeah. how she kind of scooped on you two. Yeah. It's actually such a funny, <laughs> random story. So you tell it, Kayla. Okay, so I'm the biggest, like, Bachelor, Bachelorette yeah, fan. Love okay? that. Like, I'll admit it. I It's, that's, it's problematic, but we're still yeah. watching. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. So, so Caitlin, well, the season she was on, like, Chris's season or whatever, that's the first season I actually started watching. Yeah. And so right away, I was like, I love this Caitlin girl, whatever. Oh, she's so funny. Long story short, I ended up, like, I followed Caitlin for so long. I listened to her podcast. I became a huge fan. I was like, I just love this girl. Like, I, I feel like she has our personality. That's very cocky because yeah. I'm like, I love her so much. She's she has so, our no, personality. She's so funny. And she yeah, reminds she's so me of funny. Us. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's the but, most amazing person. She reminds me of me. It's like looking at her. Yeah. <laughs> I love I um, love that. <laughs> yeah. But it's really interesting. So like I always remember this one time, like sitting in my car and I was listening to her podcast and she was doing a live show. She was, it was her first time she was doing live podcast shows. And I remember sitting there and at the time, Stacey and I didn't have our podcast. And I just remember being like, I can see Stacey. Because at the time, it was just Stacy singing and we didn't have a podcast and whatever. And I was like, I can see her there performing for Caitlin. I can see her opening the show. I can just see it. I was like manifesting it. I'm like, Whoa. I know this can happen. 
And then Stacy and I decided to start a podcast. That's like a whole other story in itself. Oh, we're getting but there then, in a second. Uh, Caitlin, the one day came out with her song, If I'm Being Honest, her, her single. Yeah. And she said, I want to put it out there and whoever can do a cover song. It was like she had a, a contest. A contest, yeah. And it was like this little contest. She's like, you win $1,000 and then you get to just like basically bragging rights that we won the, the no, song. Kaylee, you're saying it, it's very much more, it was structured. It was, do a cover of my song yeah. and the winner gets $1,000. That's what it was. Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I guess I'm making it like more casual than it was. Yeah. So I was like, Stacey, let's do it. Like, let's just sing the song, whatever. And at the time, like Stacey didn't really know who Caitlin was. I and I was yeah. like, let's just do it. So we did it. We won. And then we ended up, we're like, let's just shoot our shot. Let's just like message her and be like, can can you, Was did we ask to be on we her said, podcast so or can she be one, on One One big message we always have on our podcast is just like, Take chances and go Just for it, it because yeah. crazy stuff happens when you do that, right? Yeah. So, so we're we asked her if we could come on her podcast. We said, hey, we you, sent her a video. We're the winners of that thing, but guess what? Our personalities also align, and we think we'd be great guests on your podcast. And at this point, we had a podcast. Yeah. And so we're like, can yeah. we be on your podcast? And then immediately, sure. She was like, I love you girls so much, hundred percent. Come on. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> like, so at the time, I was like, oh my god, like. I, I, cause I was like, I've been following her journey forever, right? Yeah. Long story short, we end up going on her podcast. We became immediate friends. She was yeah. like, I want to come on your podcast. So she came on our podcast. We ended up, she needed a new intro for her podcast. <laughs> and we were That's so you? embarrassed. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Us. <laughs> so there's this rap that she does at the beginning. There was this, the KB on the mic, turn it up, let's go. Hey, like, Roman, Pino, ready for the show. Like, yes, whatever. yes, yes, yes. So I'm an off us. the vine listener. I'm a yeah, vino. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the Facebook group, y'all. There we go. <laughs> exactly. vino. You're a vino. So we, so we did the intro for that. And then they contact us again. They're like, hey, we need a new intro. But we feel like you girls are like the people now who do the intro. Now just the people, yeah. So now you hear our voices being like, are you ready for off the vine? Yeah. And it's Kayla and I. I talking in there. <laughs> and then they reached out to us and asked us to do her rap for the beginning of her podcast tours. So we ended up going to Nashville because they asked us to come and perform it with her. So it's just been one of those things where like it just started with me being a weird Bachelor fan and yeah. then do, winning this contest. And now yeah. like you and know Caitlin, Caitlin being Caitlin. She's, yeah. Caitlin being Caitlin. Like, and that's so it was funny, too, because I always remember Stacy saying, Kayla, don't be disappointed <laughs> if you meet Caitlin and she's like not who you think she is. Because I was like, no, Stacey, I no, know I, I know that feeling. I know yeah. that feeling. And I yeah. was like, oh, like, I don't want her to disappoint me. Like, I love her so much. And then we met her and Stacey's like, well, now I'm the biggest fan. Like, yeah. <laughs> we just love, oh, sorry. <laughs> We I just love her so much. She's so funny. She's so just like real. And it's, yeah. you, it's exactly what you see on her social media. Yeah, like that yeah, is yeah. who she oh, is. Oh, 100%. She's so unapologetic. I love how this yeah. became a podcast about how much like, we love Kaylin. But I know. Truly, <laughs> like, I think that people need to understand like she was somebody and people get like kind of tossed around for like, oh, they go on The Bachelor only for fame. But like she's somebody who's like walked around always having something following her. Like I think for that sure. reality TV was just drawn into her. Like yeah. it wasn't yeah. that she needed reality reality TV, like reality TV needed her. And yeah. then like Dancing with the Stars, of course she won it. And of, of course. course, Off the Vine is like incredible and does so well and yeah. sells out all the shows. Like she just has this energy to her. But then on top of that, she's so nice and so kind. Like I just remember the first time I met her, I was like, man, I just really wish I could be her friend. And then I thought I would never <laughs> talk to her again. Yeah. And she's like, she's just literally been so great. Like I, I love, I love her show. I love her. I love her whole little family. Like they're just yeah. such a sweet yeah. little combo. Oh. 
All right. Who else is feeling anxious and overwhelmed? These are two words that I feel like everyone is virtually now raising their hand to. These feelings can make it so hard to shift gears and get in the mood. And I mean the mood. With Dipsy, you can focus on what makes you feel good. Let me tell you a little bit of a story. When she moved back to her hometown, Gia never expected to run into Jack. But when she sees him at the local dive bar, she finds herself drawn to him all over again. Want to know what happens next? Or maybe you want to hear a whole lot more? You can check out this sexy story and so many more on Dipsy. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and characters, no matter who you're into or what turns you on. Find stories about that intriguing coworker with a British accent or hooking up with your hot yoga instructor. New content is released every week. So in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. They also have sleep stories, wellness sessions, and they also now offer written stories. It's your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, or heat things up with a partner. Dipsy was one of those things that was like, I don't really know if I can get like turned on or put in the mood by something like an audio story. I can't tell you how wrong I was because it can get to you. I love that my mind works in such a way that it will get turned on by actual stories. Like, oh gosh, love it. So for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash papaya. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsystories.com slash papaya. One more time, dipsystories.com slash papaya. Dipsy, I adore you. Thank you for sponsoring the podcast. Thank you for letting me tell stories and have others tell their stories and then also telling me stories when I go to bed at night. Thank you so much. Raise your hand if you love to stream. Well, Roku is now the number one TV streaming platform in Canada with more Canadians looking to cut the cord away from their cable and get access to tons of free entertainment along with their favorite streaming services like Netflix, Disney+, Crave, Apple TV, Prime Video. Roku streaming devices are perfect for anyone who loves TV. And it is your go-to streaming device because with Roku's newest streaming player, the Streaming Stick 4K, it's faster and more powerful than ever. It gives you access to massive selection for free with live and premium TV, including Emmy-winning Roku Originals. Oh my gosh, like the new one that's coming out, it's highly anticipated called Weird. It is a Weird Al Yankovic biopic starring Daniel Radcliffe. I just went and saw Weird Al in concert and it just brought me back on how iconic this person is. So when I watch the trailer, for like the tiniest trailer for this, I'm. it's gonna be so, I'm so, so, so excited. But you can stream tons of free shows and movies on the Roku channel and everything is housed conveniently in your Roku device. This is important because this now becomes your best travel companion. If you're looking to travel the summer or spend time at the cottage, you can take full advantage of the Roku's portability. You can take the Roku Streaming Stick 4K almost anywhere, including hotels and Airbnbs. All you need is a Wi-Fi connection and you'll get instant access to all your TV shows and movies. Plus, it's a great way to occupy the kids, especially when you're on something like a vacation. 
The Roku Streaming Stick 4K is available at Best Buy and other participating retailers, but you can go and visit bestbuy.ca to purchase the Roku Streaming Stick 4K. It is literally amazing. Also, I cannot wait for Weird. I hope you're just as excited as I am. All right, let's get back to the show. Hi, guys. I'm Haley Hubbard, mom and wife to a country music star. And I'm Jess Diamond, registered dietitian, parent educator, and mom. And this is the Meaningful Living Podcast, here to make parenthood and life a little easier and a lot less lonely. We bring on all our favorite experts and friends and answer all your questions. And ours. To break it all down into the simple and reliable tools, tricks, and answers. We get into the real side of it, parenthood, relationships, you name it. So join us every Monday at Meaningful Living, that's meaningful with two L's, for conversations that will leave you feeling way more confident. It takes a village and we can't wait for you to join ours. Tell me about your podcast because clearly you guys have like, you have good podcast energy. Like I, I love, I love podcast people. They have good energy. Tell me about your podcast, sure. why you started, and like what you're doing over there. Right, right, right. Okay, okay, okay. So our podcast is called "I Have to Call My Sister," and the reason it's called that is because our uh, both of our partners, like our boyfriends, fiance, whatever, we can talk about that too, um, <laughs> have heard us say a million times, "I have to call my sister," because every time something happens, we call each other immediately yeah. and we talk about it for hours. And then we're like, wait, why aren't we just recording this? Because we talk so much anyway, right? Now, this happened before COVID, right before COVID, we decided to start this podcast. We didn't know COVID was a thing at the time. No. And then COVID, because you know, a lot of people started podcasts during the pandemic. We actually started it before. And then COVID happened like immediately after. So it's, it hasn't been bad though, because we're used to now doing these Zoom interviews and stuff like that, like we were talking about before. But on our podcast, I remember it started out, our our like our our tagline was like we ask the questions that everybody's too embarrassed to ask and like because we yeah we were like <laughs> what do we have to offer that is different from what everybody else is doing right like because at the time it was like podcasts were becoming so successful and yeah we're like so we're like let's very be saturated su- super edgy yeah let's mm-hmm. let's ask the questions nobody wants to ask and whatever and we're like we can even talk about sex and all this stuff and then we and then after we were like that is not us like why are we doing this and we just started, we literally just started talking and being open. And I started talking about um, having postpartum anxiety after my kids. And Stacey started talking about what it's like being a plus size girl in the industry, whatever. And we just got the most amazing feedback. And we were like, like as cheesy as it sounds, we were like, whoa, we were like literally just ourselves. And like, that's what everybody loved. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was so, it's so funny because you can even tell in like the vibe, the first episode, I'm like, oh yeah, we just, you know, you just, we're We're just trying to be something different, something that we're not because we wanted to be successful. We thought that that's what you had to do. Yeah, no, you know what? I, I so relate to this though, because this was like the entire first 10 years of my entire career, because it was all about how do I fit into this grouping? How do I be that? How do I like, how, how do I become Instagram worthy? And it wasn't until I actually pivoted away from that like ideal and into just like 
the weirdness and like quirkiness and also like depths of who I was, that it started to make sense and connect with people. And I was like, oh, duh, like being yourself. Like, yeah, that's yeah. like, <laughs> I, I had this like, I had this like poster in my, in my bedroom as a child that was like a bunch of Dalmatians and one of them had rainbow dots and it was like, dare to be different. And here I was like growing up, like, I just want to fit in. I just want to have regular dots. I just want to be yeah. one of the black and white ones. <laughs> yeah. I just want to be cute and like everyone yeah. take my picture. Yeah. So I, I really relate to that because I think that that's, and I think that's such a strong positive message because I think everyone's trying to crack the code. They're all trying yeah. to crack the code on like their own success. And we use this saying all the time, like, I just want to find myself. And I think the more, the older I get, I'm like, when people talk to you about like, what did you see for yourself? Or what would you say to like who you were when you were younger? It's like, lean back into that. Like, don't try yeah. and don't try mm-hmm. and curve away from who you are inherently. Go back in as far as you can because who you were at six, I'm telling you, is the closest to finding yourself that you ever will. Yeah. Because yeah. that person is, it's like, it, it it is not going and finding yourself. It's coming home. It always, I yeah. think the more that I, the get, I get older and people will ask like those questions about like, what did I think I would be when I was little? And I was like, well, exactly what I am right now. But like, it's just like, I suppressed that for like 20 years, right? And yeah. But did, for the both of you, did you find like, and I think maybe too, because you have like such different experiences and like you said, like being plus size, did you feel like you had to sort of like overcompensate a little bit in order to like feel valued in that space? And even coming into podcasting that you felt like you had to be like something entirely different and like more than you already were because I didn't feel enough. Cause that's how that's exactly like you lot. say like more than you already were. Cause that's what was so such like a reality check for me because yeah. I was like, well, there's no way people are just going to find us interesting. Right. Like, there's no way that we can just like talk and then that's going to be enough. Right. And then think it, looking back on it, like uh, not to like come off like cocky or anything, but no, I, we've cocky. had so many people in our life be like, you guys need to ha- like be on a reality TV show. You guys need to like, your life is like a movie. And it's like, that's so crazy that we were insecure, that insecure to start our podcast to be like, well, no, people won't find this interesting. Right. But yeah. it's like, we've been told that our whole life and we still didn't think that it was enough. Yeah, we yeah, still yeah, thought yeah, we yeah. had to be edgy and different. Yeah, yeah, Did you yeah. always it's get like, along though? Like as sisters, like, have you always had this like kind of, you almost have twin energy. Do you hear that? <gasps> You have so much. We Thank always so much. the only thing the only thing we're upset about is that we're not twins. Actually, like, like I want to okay. be with twins so bad, and then sometimes we just like pretend we are. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> god, that's so funny. Uh, What's your age gap? What's your age gap? Like four years. Three years. Oh, okay. It's okay. Sometimes four. I'm the older one. Okay. I was going to say, funny, I don't, I, like, I don't oh, know if shoot. this is a compliment. I don't know which one is older, which is kind of nice because that means you're both just babes and looking young. Not that we're ageist, but also it's kind of cute. I just saw Shania and like Shania is like in her late fifties and oh my God, how is her skin? Like I was just the whole time I was like, can I just, I just want to touch your face. Like, oh my gosh. I know. Yeah, I know. I I love it. And I, so I feel though that I, well, we're both immature, but this weird thing happened where, well, actually you guys kind of have something in common. Kayla accidentally got pregnant. (laughs) Sounds like me. No. Okay. So yeah. Lemmy, you, okay, first, I love Lemmy so much. Somebody yesterday said, oh my God, it's (laughs) Lemmy's mom. They didn't even know who I was. They said, it's uh, Lemmy's mom. You just need to embrace it. Yeah, I need to embrace who she, she is inherently who she is. No, she's like, she was born as a light. And I have to acknowledge that that's exact. She came at the time that people needed, I think. And I know that I'm her mom and I would say that anyways, but so do thousands of others. So I'm just, (laughs) she is who she is. (laughs) Oh, Oh, you keep, so you had a baby. 
when so, did you- So, okay, wait, let me say, let me like tell from the sister point of view for okay, one second. Okay, okay. So Kayla's dating this super hot guy, like the hottest guy I've ever He's seen hot. in my life, okay? He looks like Chris Pratt had a baby with Chris Hemsworth, had a baby with like oh Zac Efron, whatever. Yeah, like not yeah. even a joke. So I'm like, whoa, this new boyfriend's like so hot. And then she like, so they, they were dating for three months only and Kayla like wasn't quite sure. Like yes. it's like, the, I don't know if we want to continue, whatever. He's really hot. I don't know. I got to figure it out. Whoops, I'm pregnant. We're just like really getting right into that. We're getting right yeah. into yeah. it. Okay. Because I'm, no, I'm trying to like tell from like Spill the soap, the soap oh, opera yeah. point of view. Yes. Kayla calls me. She goes, I'm pregnant. This was like I have to call worst. my sister. I have to I call, call my sister. sister and tell her I'm yeah. pregnant. Yeah. And at the time, Kayla, this was the worst news you've ever received. A hundred percent. I was, I, I still remember this feeling and he's nine now. And I remember finding out because at the time I was like, I'm invincible. There's yeah. nothing that can happen. I felt yeah. like. I, the amount of times this is like humiliating, but I was like, I would be so scared that I was pregnant, but it didn't actually happen. It, yeah. it wasn't, You're I like, wasn't I'm invincible. I don't I'm even invincible. need condoms. <laughs> yeah. I don't even need condoms. I'm not going to get protection. pregnant. Yeah. Like, I idiot. really, I really did. I was an idiot. Like I was like a hundred percent. It's not going to happen. There's such a gap in the fertility conversation though, because we have this one message where we're going to get pregnant the second we think about it. And then the other message where it's really hard to get pregnant Yeah, and, and both are true. Both can be true. And I it's know. really hard to know where you land in that whole yeah. thing. So I think it's really hard when people who struggle to get pregnant hear that people can just like get pregnant by surprise. And then it's also True. really hard for people who get pregnant by surprise to have to digest that that happened in a way that they, even if you felt responsible about it, it can like so yeah. happen. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's interesting that you say that too, because I know so many people in my life that do struggle getting pregnant. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I have this like immense amount of guilt. Yeah. Even no, I had saying that like, yeah. I, it was so easy for me, right? Like clearly, like it was, and yeah. so it was, yeah, I I feel weird about that. But then, yeah, then there's the other side of it. Both can like, be true. Yeah, super. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I think everyone yeah. deserves support, right? So at the end of the day, support is best, no matter how it ends up happening, exactly. because it can be really isolating. That's what happened to me. Like when people were asking us like, was it a surprise? Was it this? Was it that? And I felt so uncomfortable because I was like, yes yeah. and no, but also I don't want to be like, no, but like it, it just happened on the first go because I knew how painful that would be for people. Yeah. And I also was having such a hard time processing. And that is what led to my postpartum depression for the first part, because so many people were upset with me for being pregnant because it was hard for them. And it was also hard for me. And we just didn't know how to connect yeah. those like two dots. So I get it. I totally know what yeah. you mean by like, it's just a shock factor, right? And it's just yeah. all very surprising. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. It's and a lot to process. And what was, what was interesting for my situation was that I, so the first, my, I have two boys now, okay. nine and six. Um, so Monroe is my first and he oh, was, oh, thank you. Are you a Maryland fan? So Chris is a huge Wait, Maryland fan. twist of the soap opera. She's still with the hot guy. She's still, and his name is Chris. He's actually a Chris. His name oh is also Chris. Gosh. And he, still a that's, hot so guy. that's what, so that's what was so interesting about my situation is this was the most, like it was an awful day. I remember yeah. the feeling I was, I was devastated. I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Um, and my family is so supportive and they all, we all got together and they were like, you know, you, you need to do what you need to do. And, um, but then also, wait, can I also say an interesting twist as well is we were talking about how we're like immature and we're our six-year-old selves or whatever. Yeah. Kayla in that moment, how old were you? 22, 21, 21, felt as if she was 14 or 16. Oh yeah. She's like, I'm humiliated. She's like, I put me on 16 and pregnant, the reality TV show. Like, you know what I mean? But she wasn't 16. She was, yeah. she yeah. was 21. You know what I mean? But so, I, yeah, in my head, I was like, this is, 
It was no, don't you still like, feel like that though? I still feel yeah, like I shouldn't 100%. be allowed to have children. Yeah. Like the I'm always of- looking around like, as, 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 at one point I said that on TikTok, I'm like, does anybody actually feel like an adult? And when does it happen? No, and people started I asking know. their grandparents and they're like, no, we're totally feeling like we're faking it. Like everyone thinks that we're going to get to this moment of like realization and adulthood. It freaks me out when I, it, I feel it the most when I'm around my parents because I just become like a child. But yeah. then it freaks me out. Like when something, when my kids got lice at one point, like I, <gasps> I was like, I, I can't. I can't. I, I can't have do to this. deal with this. Not I, my mom. I don't want to be the. Well, no, my mom literally had to come over. Like I was <laughs> sobbing, and I was like, I was the adult in the room, and I couldn't adult. Like there's moments like that that really freak you out. So 21, like it does. I had. I had Maya at 21. Like, I remember how- oh, Did you? Okay. Yeah, 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 21, 23, 25, and then like 36. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it is it, it is a very bizarre time of life, and especially because a lot of people are going off and going to college and university, mm-hmm. and it's like this halt in your life. You just take an entirely- de- It's like that, you know, the game of life, and it literally does that in the game. Yeah, you like on the You spin on the one side. Do you want to go career, or do you want to go straight to having a yeah. family? And I was like- that was well, such a biz- that's such a bizarre thing to put into a child's head that if you choose career, you skirt around the opportunity to have yeah. family. But if you go straight to family, you skirt around having opportunity and career. And yeah. the real like that that it all just kind of comes to this culmination of like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Where is this going to go? Yeah, exactly. And that's what like I felt at the time. I'm like, my life is over. Like this yeah. is yeah. this yeah, is yeah. my life now. But what was so interesting with Chris and I is that we didn't. No, like I literally didn't even really know him. Like mm, three months in the yeah. grand scheme of things is like nothing. And so we ended up having, like, obviously we had Monroe and I, it like grew us closer together, which was really weird. Like it was, I, I like thought it was not that be, weird. No, but I thought it was good. Cause you hear of like people having kids and then it starts. Everything falls apart. Yeah. Everything falls apart, whatever. And it actually grew us closer yeah. together. Um, and it was amazing. And then, um, we, Leo, my second was planned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, but then that's when I experienced postpartum anxiety. And I, what was really interesting about that was that I didn't know about postpartum anxiety. Mm-hmm. I had to research it myself. I had to yeah. figure out what it was that I had. And I always remember like my mom is the best person in the world. She's like the best mom, best human being. But I, and I, I feel bad even saying this because she feels so much guilt about this. And I'm like, it's not your fault. But I just always remember her saying to me like, it's normal that you're feeling this way. This is what happens when you become a mom. It's normal. You're just it's a normal. worrier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we discover that our mom also had she for sure postpartum anxiety, this. but at, but like I guess during that time it wasn't as talked about, right? And so it was like, yeah, oh, no. she thinks it's normal. She, oh no, no, no. You you should always think that when you're driving in a car, cars are going to smash your uh, yeah. kids out that of it was at me. all times. I literally you know was I mean? like clinging to the sides of car. I couldn't drive. I couldn't drive like yeah. with my daughter. And I went to the doctor and I was like, I can't even get in a car. And I'm like clinging to the sides every single time I'm in them. And he was just like, you need to stop breastfeeding and taking this medication. And I was like, I can't afford formula. So I couldn't, yeah. like the, how different things were 16 years ago to now. Yeah. The fact that like, but like, let's also give credit to the fact that you're somebody who's changing that. The fact that you're talking about it and having mm-hmm. those conversations. Cause I don't, I think that a lot of people, and especially like, unfortunately, like the women before us, they never had the opportunity to know. They never had the opportunity to get diagnosed or cared for or supported. So then they just normalize. No, this is a normal experience. This is normal. Common doesn't mean normal. It is somewhat common for people to experience pre, post, or like like anxiety or depression, but it is not normal. It does not mean you just like have to endure it. Like you're so 
deserving of support. It's crippling to deal with that. You do not sleep. It's hard to eat. It's hard to function. It's hard to go places. Mm-hmm. That anxiety, like I didn't even, I didn't even fully grasp it until I had Lemmy and I like got in the car and was driving with her. And I was like, this is so huge because 16 years ago, I was incapable of doing this. And here I am 16 years later with my fourth child yeah. getting in the car, buckling her. And I made a post about it. And so many people were like, no, this is huge. But the fact that you're talking about things like that on your podcast, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, like there's something so special about like sharing that information in a way that's like approachable and can meet people like where they're at or where they're going to be. Like somebody might be Mm -hmm. listening being like, I'm not even planning on having kids. And then they meet their Chris and three months later they are pregnant and then they have postpartum anxiety. And then (laughs) no, a hundred percent. And that's what it's, that's what was so interesting that because I, I got to a point where I was like, okay, this is normal. This is what I have to embrace. This is my life now. And it just, I like you said, like I couldn't sleep. I was up all night thinking about, yeah. there was times where I'm like, well, Monroe and Leo are going to be, get cancer and I'm planning their funeral in my head. Like just the craziest things ever. And then yeah. I'm like, but no, this is normal. This is, this is motherhood. Yeah. But then I had to do the research myself. So this is a huge thing too, that I always think about. And my bet, one of my best friends just had a baby. I feel like when you have a baby and I don't know what your experience like was with, with Lemmy recently, but I feel like nobody asks the mom how they're doing. I feel like no. it's all about the baby. And I feel like it's always like, Oh, how's Monroe doing? How's Leo doing? Whatever. And then nobody asks you like, how you're doing. And I, I mean, I had so my family. Bad no, no, no. I, I had you guys to, and it was great and whatever. But I then had to do all this research myself and be like, no, like something's off. Something's wrong. And I don't know what it is. And then I discovered postpartum anxiety. And mm. actually, I, I Which watched I a thought documentary. Was depression. I thought, po- well, I thought postpartum. I feel like it's kind of the same. No, but thing. I remember when you said I have postpartum anxiety. I was like, oh, you want to hurt your baby? Like, that's what I thought it yeah. was. Like, I legit thought yeah. that's what I yeah, thought it was. That's yeah. the news stories that we had about postpartum, right? It's not, it's that. not that. That's that you unmet. just want to, like, kill your baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I literally thought she was saying. That's an unmet support. That's when it goes too far and it's been unsupported and, like, their brains are truly, like, falling apart. Like, but I, the catastrophic thinking. I have fully, I've heard somebody say that it's like practicing for trauma. My son, I I have like greater worry for him than I do any of the others. And I have literally gone all the way down of like written the eulogy that I would say at his funeral. That is so messed up, but I've done it a thousand times. I've done it so many times. Yeah. I just run that scenario. It's like crippling. It's like, it's it's just, so, so, and then, so then that's why I was like, nothing, I I started going to therapy. So I'm a huge Mm -hmm. advocate for therapy. I think it's the best thing in the world. Even if you don't have things that you think are necessarily issues in your life, I think everybody should go to therapy. It's like the, I I think it's like so fun. (laughs) Um, Because it's like an excuse to like finally talk about yourself for an hour and and like not feel guilty about it, (laughs) But then you always think you're so fine and then you leave like bawling your eyes out and being like, like, oh wait, I was, I almost canceled this appointment because I felt so good. And then it was like, actually, (laughs) you have like 10 years worth of trauma (laughs) to unpack here. No, exactly. Um, But then I ended up going on medication, Mm -hmm. which I was so, and actually someone who I have to thank for that is Caitlin because I remember <gasps> yeah. her talking about it and being so open about it. And this was yeah. years ago. And it literally took me, like my son is six now since I've been experiencing this. And so it took me, so I've been on them now for about two years. So it took me four years to like actually get the courage and, to do it. And we always thought we're like, if you take anxiety medications, you're going to be a zombie and you're, yeah, you're not going to be, be yourself. Yeah. And you're going to be like walking no. around, like hitting into walls and like not yeah. t- and like staring out the window. And we're like, <laughs> yeah. We literally, and what I didn't realize is like, 
the 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 person that you're not is the super high anxiety, worrying yeah. about everything, crying, depression, whatever. And the an anxiety medication gets you back to your normal self. Yes. It doesn't just make you, you a balanced. zombie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I pictured myself like a full movie, just staring out the window. And then <laughs> yeah. and people are like, Stacy, Stacy, and I'm like drooling. Like that's yeah. what I picture, literally pictured if you like yeah. go on anxiety meds. Like I'm, I like, have a family me. member who it took anxiety meds and it literally felt like we went back in time and like reclaimed her. Like she was just all of a sudden yes. back to who she was. And I was like, and it was so funny because it was all of a sudden she like had all these interests again and stuff. And she was like, oh, I forgot how much I loved this. And I was like, no, you just like literally you couldn't. You couldn't yeah. allow yourself. You were yeah. so busy minded, unfortunately, into all these things. Medication is incredible. I have only seen good things. I'm so yeah. glad yeah. that you talk about that as well, because I think yeah, that do. that's like such a missing piece in a big part of the puzzle is that people mm. just like sometimes also need help like that way. Like yeah. that's a form of support like it is. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I almost felt like it was like, I'm I'm weak for doing this. Yeah. Like that's I'm it's like I I should be trying other things and whatever and mm. I always remember my doctor saying to me but maybe you need this medication to help you get to do those other things like yes. working out and yoga and meditating and whatever. Maybe you need that medication to get you to those points and I was like, "Oh yeah, you're right." Yeah. Like and so yeah. and it's it's 100% true and my family has noticed it and we started the podcast at around the same time that I went on this medication. And I'm so thankful that I took that step. Like, yeah. I'm so yeah. thankful. Did you, did I, because we're coincident, and we're not just like trying to copy each other. We're coincidentally on the same <laughs> one. Not just twins. I had to take it because Born I have this weird apart. like thing where I'm like, I have like hives or whatever. And I, and it had nothing to do with actually anxiety. Like you had to take it to like get rid of them. And then oh. didn't I take it and you're like, oh wait, you're normal and you're fine. Or did you take it first? I can't remember. We took it like literally. We copied. We, copied, we took it the same day. We're like one, two, three. One, two, ready, three. Take it. ready to be ready to yeah. drool in the corner. Yeah. And then we took it and we're like, oh wait, we're actually fine. Yeah. But then it's like, it's like a combination of that and then starting this podcast and everything. It's just like, it's, it's, I feel like, I always feel cheesy. Just say saying it. This, just but say I feel it. like my world is what you're saying. Like I, I don't know. Say it's colorful. Colorful. I thought you were gonna say something. No, I just feel like yeah. I feel like our my life is just finally like I always felt yeah. like there was something missing, and I loved my kids so much, and I loved my life. But I'm like, no, there's something missing. And I just feel like this podcast has changed my life. Destiny. With I my want, sister. I want like the cheesy line. Yeah. And we feel like we're exactly in the place we're supposed to be. There we go. But yeah. um, <laughs> So this is what's exciting now because you started the podcast before the pandemic. Now it's been two years. But you also have all this like wild, crazy stuff going on with, you know, the reality TV shows. How does it feel like, I'm not going to say it's the end of the pandemic. Although it sort of feels that oh, way, but like the opportunities, know, yeah. there's like things that are changing. What are you kind of looking forward to? What is sort of next for the podcast? What are some of like your dreamy aspirations? And then also combine that with like music. Like, or do you feel like you're going yeah. a bunch of different directions? Or are you just like loving that? I remember one time this like music director or music person said to me, like, you, you can't do all these things at once. You have to pick one thing and focus on it. And that was the worst advice I've ever been given because no, J-Lo that- had like a top movie, a top album and a top song at the same week. Like anybody and, can do it. And no, they, they all, they all, <laughs> J-Lo can. I'm tired. I know. They all help each other. That's the thing. Yeah. So like when I'm, when I'm singing with my band, um, it's, it's my performance aspect of like this pot, like we sing on the podcast too. Like sometimes we'll just oh. be like, 
we're going to sing you a tune or we're going to bust out a rap for you or whatever. Yeah. And and our podcast is very much a variety show. And that's what our life is like, too. And I think over the pandemic, live performances have, have like obviously slowed down. But now that we'll say as the in quotations, the pandemic is like closing. <laughs> um, um, now live shows are a thing. And I think that that's one thing. I, I don't know. I guess we haven't really like fully talked about this. Let's discuss this right now on this podcast. Like live shows are something that we definitely, I think is, is in our ballpark. And like, yeah. we, we love to laugh and be funny and, but also be serious and also sing and also dance and rap. Yeah. You and, need a variety show. You know what that's I mean? Happening. So You're the I new Donnie and Marie. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the reference for all the not the young kids out there will not know who <laughs> <Yeah>. that is. <laughs> Crap. They're like, who is Donnie and Marie? Age yeah. myself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're the new Donnie and Marie. We're like, yeah. All of a sudden we start talking like this. The sunny and Cher. Uh, yeah, this- <laughs> Uh, like, what is like the 2022 version of that? Is there is like the, the Haley Bieber and Justin? The Bieber. Haley and Justin? No, that's still <laughs> no, kind that's, of aging. Like, is I, it? I feel that's, like that's like your generation. Who has a variety show anymore? No, exactly. Nobody. Exactly. Bring Us. it back. Bring We're it back. It, yes. Back. So anyway, I that, love this. That's one thing that we definitely would love to do. And then just like you know, I just want to be Beyonce. So like that yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> I always say like, if you can't afford Lizzo, just hire me because I. I'm a curvy girl that sings and raps and yeah. it's just like I'm for sure cheaper than her so so <laughs> we have a Call band me. we can entertain your whatever you can sing you in need. a podcast it's amazing exactly. you're doing jingles so, the thing that's yeah. so amazing about Stacy is that she's always like her since she was little we have literally videos of her when she's like four being like I'm gonna be a famous singer and so her uh, whole see you life, inherently were who you were that's, was, that's the point of the whole oh, Stacy's never freaking changed no, she's the same as when she was like six. Yeah. And Stacy has always been so successful in her career. Like, yes, yeah, she always is like, I just want to be Beyonce. Clearly, she's not Beyonce, but she's been able to make her career strictly just singing. She's never like, and I'm not saying it's bad to have these side jobs at all. It's amazing to be yeah, but I don't, a waitress I, and whatever. But Stacy's full career is singing. Like she, Stacy is the busiest person I've ever met in my life. Oh my God. And <laughs> she is always doing shows, always doing So it's like, it's like this podcast is just like an extra layer on top of yeah. her crazy life. But she just is like, Stacey's just doing what she's meant to. Stacey, like you, how you say like Caitlin and whatever. Yeah. Stacey is, has always meant to be, was always meant to be on stage. She's like, you go to a Stacey K show and you're getting a comedy show, a dance show, a Isn't singing show. Like it's okay, literally, we got a hype I'm, girl here. You know, I'm her sister and like I've, heard the same damn songs like a million times and I still every time I'm like mind blown like it's that's so the nice. best shows ever you've ever seen do you love so, being in the role of like the support to that like how does I that love it okay everyone's always like does it like uh, throughout my life like they'll be like does it do you ever get like bothered being in Stacy's shadow do you ever whatever <laughs> and I'm the like rudest question first of all that's rude totally. and second of all I literally love it so much because yeah. I I sang growing up as well but I hated being the center yeah. of attention I love doing backups for Stacy. so you and get to do like, your dream but yes. like a little bit less and then I get to go to like her fun cool events like the Junos and all these crazy things and just be yeah. like her sidekick there because like oh, she I invites me always over like her boyfriend. I do. I always <laughs> invite her. She's oh, And he just accepts it now. He's just yeah, like, I, yeah. my plus one is always Kayla. Yeah. So yeah. I get to benefit from this. But then also too, this podcast now like, now I'm not so much your sidekick, right? 
We're a more equal playing field here. <laughs> she talks more than I do. Come on, guys. I, no, I love no. it. You're, I'm, you guys just have such an incredible energy and I'm so glad you brought it to our show today, my show. Thank you. First of all, I could Thank talk to you, you for literal hours, but know, unfortunately we cannot. But everyone can kind of <laughs> tune into yours, which is the yes. best part. So tell everyone where best to kind of find you. Start diving into like these sister chats, which I think is, I don't know. There's something special about like somebody who you've like grown up with. And you have these like weird little, like my sister and I just like really love miniatures. And like, sometimes that's our love language is like sending miniatures. each other pictures of miniatures. Yeah. And like, we don't have a lot in common, but like there's miniatures. And so there's like these weird little languages between siblings yeah. that you only, re- you get each other because you, you've been through it all. Right. Yeah, so yes, to yes. Ca- a lot of people getting to kind of sideline witness that experience or being feeling a part of that, I think is like really special. So I would love for people to kind of know where best to kind of tune into. You can just drop all your socials right now. Plug away. Okay, (laughs) ready, ready. Here we go. You can follow. I feel like I have to do radio voice. You can follow us at. Don't do it. You're going to make us lose followers. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Okay, sorry. I'll just be normal. Okay, so you can, you can follow us at I have to call my sister. And then also on Instagram and TikTok, Instagram, TikTok. And then also uh, you can go to like our website. Do people say that anymore? Go to our website. I have to call my sister. It's just <laughs> the same thing as the rest. And then if you want to follow us, um, we also have like a bunch of other adventures too, like on our yeah. personal social media. So mine is Stacy K music. That's Stacy S-T-A-C-E-Y-K-A-Y music. And then Kayla's is Kayla Bulmer. That's my real last name, but I have a stage name. So Kayla is K-A-Y-L-A-B-U-L-M-E-R. And on there, you'll see our dogs. I just got a new puppy. I have <gasps> French bulldogs. We have adorable kids. You can see Kayla's hot fiance. Oh my God, like, I need to like go that. see the Chris. The Chris of all Chris's. <laughs> yes. I need to go. He's so hot. He's so hot. And it's funny because I have a boyfriend too. But like we have, you know what I mean? Like irrelevant. <laughs> irrelevant. Irrelevant to hot Chris. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, anyway, so thank you so yeah, much for having me. No, so this much. has this been a could, hoot. Yeah, I, I went three hours so of sleep and I was like, I don't know how this is gonna go, but I'm gonna <laughs> go. And I I feel we'll like I up. just had a shot of espresso. This yes. is so, that's a great energy today. Thank you both so much. I'm gonna have everything for everybody in the show notes as well, because that was a lot of handles to kind of capture, but we'll make sure that we have everything so we can go creep on the Chris and the pod and the <laughs> puppies and all of it. Thank you both so, so, so much. Um, this was a, oh, this was awesome. I have no other way to end this. I'm just going to yeah. say bye. <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. Okay, okay. Bye. okay, bye. Thank you so much for listening all the way through this episode. If you've made it this far, I have one more little thing to share with you. Did you know that I actually have a photo and video editing app? So many people were surprised to hear that I have one, but it's actually been around for a little while and you can join over 200,000 of the Papaya community by downloading my free app, Pink Papaya on iOS. While so many apps focus on changing your appearance, Pink Papaya is all about celebrating yourself for exactly who you are and expressing your creativity and your storytelling with nearly 50 free filters and tools. Find us on social and share your edits as well. We might just share them too. So tag me as well at Pink Papaya app. Just had to share that with you, especially as the springtime's coming. We've got some really cool things happening in there and so much more coming. Check it out at Pink Papaya app. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day. 
Well, friends, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes or find us on Instagram at the Papaya Podcast. And if you loved what you just listened to or know somebody who would, please share it. Simply screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it to your Instagram stories. And don't forget to tag us. Last but not least, if you'd like to lend your personal support to the podcast, take a moment and leave a review on iTunes. We would be oh so grateful. Tune in next week for a fresh new episode of the Papaya Podcast, and we'll see you then.